Welcome to episode 18 of The Grocery Guru, and we're here with that guru, Andrew Grant. How are you? Morning, Darren. You well? I'm good. I'm good. I saw Boris's announcement, like most of the UK, on Monday night, and the new normal, I'm confused. Andrew, what's going on? What's going to happen? Well, I don't, I don't, well, if I knew that, I don't think I'd be here. I'd be putting my putting some bets on the stock market. Um, yeah, it's all a bit weird, isn't it? We've sort of it's sort of like having it's sort of being handcuffed and being you can see the key at the other end of the room. It's like one of those Jeopardy movies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, escape room or whatever it's called, where you can sort of see how to get out, but you're not allowed out. It's a, a little bit weird. Um, I, I hear lots of contradictions around. This guy says this, and this other person yeah. says that, and it's like, yeah. I mean, when you know you look at the sort of the game we're in, it, it is a bit strange. You've got, you know, on the one hand, you've got the head of network rail saying we're going to put ten percent fewer trains on because we're expecting eighty percent of normal capacity. Right. Then you've got the head of Goldman Sachs saying now nah, everybody's going straight back to work the minute we can. Right. So that, that's a bit contradictory. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, and then you've got a, another thing saying footfall will footfall in shops will got fifty percent post lockdown. Plus fifty. Yeah, and everybody talking about this, you know, massive spending spree, two hundred and fifty billion pounds pent up savings. So it sounds like people are just going to go mental, which I imagine they will. Because um, we've got the, the four-step plan coming over the next few months. Everyone knows that. So we're going to talk about that. So when's this, this 250 billion going to start being spent? Are we thinking during March or are they going to wait a few months? Well, well like, I forget the exact date. It's when non-essential retail opens. So when, you know, when all the clothing shops and the, you know, uh, uh, department stores and what have you open up, that, that'll be a big tranche of spending. But obviously the big one will be when um, pubs and restaurants can start serving again in, is that May, I think? 17th of May, I think. Yeah. Um, that's five days after my 50th birthday, so you won't be able to get yeah, Okay. Okay. Uh, there's there's, there, there's the, the, the push for a card, I can see. <laughs> um, no, but what I, what I find fascinating, coming back to sort of our game and supermarkets and what have you, is they have been one of the clear winners of this pandemic because they're about the only place you can go. And I was looking at the Kantar data for January, which is obviously a slow month in normal retail land. But the, the grocers were up 12% year on year. Now, there's bugger all inflation. So that 12% is all growth. Yeah. And of course, you imagine most of it's come from pubs, restaurants and hotels. Um, so, over t so over a year, that, so in 12 weeks, that's worth about 3.6 billion bonus to the supermarkets which is 16 billion a year, round, round, round numbers. Yep. Um, now, obviously, if that all suddenly goes back to the, what we call, you know, out, what we call out of home, yep. then they'll be in zero growth territory yep. after a year where they've spent a fortune on being COVID prepared and dealing with the massive growth of online deliveries. Yep. Um, I wonder what they budgeted for this year, because... You know, not only could they potentially lose that 12% growth, it could go big time the other way if people just, you know, decide, right, we're, we're eating out all the time because we've had a whole year of not, of not doing. Well, that's very true. So if you're a buyer looking next year, back at this year, you're going to be down year on year. You budgeted probably up. You're going to come out to the suppliers with your begging bowl. Um, 
could be tough. I well, yeah, you're exactly where I am, Darren, because I, I think exactly that. Because I, you know, in a normal year, you've got what 160 categories in a supermarket. Yeah, some of them are going to be affected because there was a you know a royal wedding last year, or it was the World Cup last year, and you always um, budget for that like for like dip yeah. the next year. But the problem they've got this year is they've got the world's biggest um, like like spike as a result of COVID, which potentially won't be there next this year. Yeah, and yeah, you don't you never budget for reduced costs, do you? Yeah, because think of all the transit vans they've bought to do the home deliveries. So you've got costs going like that. You've got your potential like for like sales going like that. Yeah. Who's going to make up that gap? I can bet you £10 of your own money who they'll go, go to. And, and is it going to create a very fierce, competitive supermarket world next year whilst they all try and fight to get back to where they were? Well, I think it, I think it will. I think it will. I mean, it's it's almost it's 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 like almost like a, an artificial gap because it's you know last year for the supermarkets was a, a bonus if you can put it that way, yeah, yeah. but effectively a non-repeatable bonus. Yeah. But businesses bake in what they take. So I imagine, yeah, I imagine there'll be a massive scrap to retain as much of that as possible, because you know if people are determined they're going to go and spend the money in the pubs and the restaurants and what have you then they're determined to do it you're better off stealing business from your nearest competitors to, to shore up the, the the sales line it's gonna be really interesting and the bluntest tool to do that is always price say that again sorry and the oh well yeah tool to do that is always price now yeah. we've also got in the midst of this as we've just announced a bunch of potential job losses haven't they I think that's just all part of the mix. Three three thousand losses, but maybe job transformations into more forward-facing roles. So, um, yeah, a big restructure because um, online is is growing so fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. So just just following the trend that most of the others have, have have jumped on in the last year. Let me just add into this. I've got a, a report here that's come across the uh, MBM desk from Dojo, who are one of those payment guys, you know, where you tap your card on the thing that the barman hands you. These guys oh, yeah. are new, new on the market. What's that? I said, all right, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I've shown a bit of interest. <laughs> <laughs> and what these guys have said is they've looked at 500 um, markets, uh, companies across 36 markets, and they've looked at something called purchase intent. Now, the bits that are sticking out here for me are home furnishing is up 458 percent okay yeah everybody everybody's bought a bed or a sofa in lockdown that makes absolute sense there's no the point second, getting up in the morning the second one is mail order catalogs studio cards i guess yeah okay all right yeah i'm getting yeah. that the one that i don't get is the fifth one is silver but i think this right. is looking at company performance as opposed to absolute purchasing okay. the eighteenth one is copper Right, that's strange. It's very odd. But here's what here's one of the biggies. What we're going to see is a huge hike in camper bags. No, well, yeah, get that. You know, I mean, you know, staycations and you know, supposedly Cornwall and Devon are sold out for July and August. Um, yeah, a bit like last year. You know, you could not buy um, uh, one thing. I was that you could not buy. You know. Uh, Canoes and kayaks and paddleboards for love nor money. 
Well, actually, that ties into sporting equipment was up 100, yeah. I think 110%, which makes absolute sense. And then the, big, the, biggest, the biggest queues last summer in our village was outside the bicycle shop. People and, and the deliveries of new bikes every week were staggering. Yeah, that, and that makes sense. We see them here. But coming right back to, to our industry and uh, the number one here, um, UK public purchase intent rank by percentage change. We've got here supermarkets, obviously, up 6%. Now that's 6% on 205 billion pound industry. That's a big old oil tanker moving around. Plus 6%, yeah. which is fabulous. Well, Cantor, Cantor would say it's 12% on 234 billion. So the okay. numbers, and that's that's ONS, which you trust. Yeah, and then um, they've split down the categories. The one that uh, fascinated me was snack food was down. But then I guess we're having more prepared, organised yeah. meals as a family. So, and, less, yeah. and less, food on, less food on the go and lunches at your desk, which is where a lot of snacks are sold. Actually, of course, of course. Yes, didn't think of that. And the other one I wanted to pull out was uh, soft drinks plus drinks Just at home, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, property was up. And then these guys were trying to look forward to 2021. And there's a lot of contradictions in this report, a bit like we were saying. Is it, yeah. Are people going to all go back to the office? Are they going to stay at home? Um, I guess my answer would be, Thinking about it from a behavioural point of view, people want flexibility. They've never enjoyed the flexibility of working like they've had before. So yeah. maybe half of them, and I mean half in terms of their mind, wants to go back to work and see their colleagues, but half wants to be at home. So maybe we're looking at more of the four-day working week or three days in the office, two days at home. Yeah. I think I think what's inevitable is that that built-up spending because you know for for all the gloom and doom, and there has been a lot of gloom and doom. Um, for quite a lot of people who managed to stay in employment and work from home, um, they've saved a fortune. Yeah. You know, I think I think of my sister who um, used to have to drive ninety minutes each way to uh, to work. Yeah. Um, she is saving literally hundreds and hundreds of pounds a month on car lease fees because the mileage is so low, and on petrol. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you've got two people in the household working and spending that sort of money on, um, you know, uh, uh, rail season tickets, uh, parking at the station, um, car leasing fees, petrol, you could have households with three, four, five hundred pounds a month burning a hole in their pocket. And I think that's that's going to be released. I, I saw I saw a great cartoon in I think it was on Tuesday after Boris's speech. It was one of these. Um, it it it, uh, it was a picture of a street scene with um, people all passed out in the street and fighting yeah, and beer, and it just said twenty first of June just after lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. It's very good. Very good. Yeah. All right. Just conscious time. Our three takeaways. Um, let me throw one in the mix. Next year could be a hell of a fierce fight between supermarkets on price as they look at budgets year on year. Yeah. If my first takeaway, what's your second? Yeah, it's 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 going to be more of the same. It's going to be yeah. Think of categories that have benefited from the new normal, and think of categories that have suffered. So you know, um, uh, sandwiches and lunchtime and snacks. Um, will they really rebound? 
and you know what category decisions are retailers making now yeah. that is going to influence that yeah and i think my the third one my takeaway would be budgeting forecasting worse than it's ever been it's going to be almost impossible to get it right so managing expectations around that is absolutely critical because you're not going to get it right yeah and i guess from that from uncertainty flexibility but i mean you know the supermarkets have shown just how flexible they are when they're faced with a pandemic i'm sure coming out of it they'll be pretty flexible um so uh yeah um Uncertainty is all you can be certain of is uncertainty. I think somebody once said. I'm sure a very wise, wiser man than you and I. Andrew, thank you. We will see you next week. Very soon. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.